0: everyone it's Mary Swenson with Confidence and Poise and I'm excited for episode number two like toddlers and tiaras right? So at some point when I tell people that I'm a pageant coach this question comes up and I actually started putting it in my explanation when people say oh what do you do for a living I'll say a pageant coach but it's not like toddlers and tiaras as a preface and to be honest with you I sometimes just don't tell people. Small talk situations, the gynecologist, the dentist, when I just don't feel like getting into it, I use my dance teacher career as my cop-out. People seem to understand that one a little bit easier. Another funny place where the whole pageant coach career thing comes out is on dating sites. Eventually, or actually pretty soon, one of the first questions people ask is, what do you do for a living or what's your job? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be telling these people, but reality—I should give them full disclosure. We gotta weed out the ones that can't handle all this. So when I inevitably get that question, oh, so it's like toddlers and tiaras, right? In two words, not really. However, I'm not ashamed to admit I do like the show. I think the kids are really funny. Clearly, these kids have lots of personality and lots of character, and the drama created are real. Is funny. It's entertaining. And although I'm sure it's sensationalized, the part I find wrong with toddlers in tiaras is often the parents and their behavior, the way that they treat their kids and the way that they act when they don't get what they want or what the kid wants, the parents are the ones that are typically the problem in the show. In that regard, I don't think toddlers in tiaras is an accurate description of real life pageantry. Well, that's one of the ways. Um, But to be honest with you, I thought, oh, maybe it'll be funny and entertaining for me to list off some crazy pageant parent stories and i thought for a couple days on it i really can't find any uh, because most of my pageant parents are absolutely amazing and not crazy on the other hand i do have crazy competition dance parents stories but that's for a whole nother podcast another bone to pick with toddlers and tiaras and kind of glitz pageants in general Uh, The fake teeth, the full makeup on these little baby faces, the glitz photos that I'm going to be honest, I just think look weird. I just think it makes the kids look almost alien-esque and just not natural. And kids are so darn cute as they are. They don't need all that. The pageants I coach for do not have any of that stuff. In fact, most of the pageants that I coach for don't allow makeup on kids under age 13 or under age 10. It's usually the preteen or the junior teen age division where girls can start wearing makeup, which is consistent with times in their lives when they do start to wear makeup. These types of pageants shown on TV also often don't have any communication or speaking components like interview or personal introduction speech or spokesmodel, which are my absolute favorites. My favorite pageants are ones that are communications based. Uh, Fun fact, my major is in communication studies, and I think it's a humongous life skill. I know it's a humongous life skill for girls and even young women and adults to learn how to properly speak, whether that's in an interview or whether that's on stage or in a crowd full of thousands. So let's get into what the pageants I coach for are really like. And honestly, these are probably the majority of pageants you'll find throughout the country. So the ones that I most often coach for have an introduction speech, which is a 30-second speech, usually 30 seconds. The girls say about themselves. It's prepared. It's memorized. They say it into a microphone in front of an audience, which is a huge thing for a girl to learn how to do. They also typically have an interview with judges whether that's a panel interview or a one-on-one interview and then they do a presentation in their evening gown, sometimes with their dad or their mom or their uncle as an escort and sometimes on their own. Public speaking focus, confidence based, interviewing poise, stage presence. These are the more natural or you could call them scholarship style pageants and truly they are about confidence building and life skills and that's the pageants I love coaching for and the pageants that I primarily coach for. Sidebar here, pageants often get a lot of hate, and usually it's from people who are ignorant on the topic, which is another reason why I'm here to educate, hopefully, bring a little light to the reality of what pageants really are. Um, but pageants are a confidence builder, a life skill teacher, and it's really fun. You get to wear cute clothes, you get to uh, have fun with your your family, you get to make memories with friends. It's usually at fun locations. Maybe there's a water park. At the very minimum, there's probably a pool. It's a lot of fun. I mean, people love weddings, and it's a lot of the same stuff. Uh, Fancy dresses, sometimes hair and makeup, event planning. I'm telling you, if more people opened their eyes to it, a lot more people would really love pageants. And let me tell you, pageant dress shopping is a lot more fun than wedding dress shopping. At least I can imagine. You get to use more colors than just uh, white or ivory or cream. It's a little more adventurous. And who doesn't love dressing up and looking cute or having their daughter dress up and look cute? pageant pro tip there are some amazing pageant wardrobe stores out there um here in Minnesota there's the pageant shop in New Brighton and my friend Sarah Moses is the owner she's got amazing gorgeous things and it's basically where all of my pageant wardrobe came from and then I also have a great friend named Ashley who owns Ashley Renee's out in Granger Indiana she's got a huge selection of gorgeous pageant stuff Even for non-pageant girls, if you're looking for a gorgeous special occasion or wedding or cocktail dress, homecoming prom dress, check out pageant shops. I promise you we are leaps ahead of prom dress shops. No offense, but you'll find a lot of variety and you'll see a lot of things that girls won't have. And most of you know, I don't have any kids of my own, but I do have a niece who does pageants and I always use her as an example. I totally support her doing it. She's actually done the Nam pageant, National American Miss, every year since she was able. She's eight now and she's done it since she was four. She's done the Princess of America pageant, POA, quite a few times. I think they're great for her and I totally support it. One huge benefit is for kids to learn how to have um, tougher skin or how to learn how to hear feedback and apply feedback and not be too sensitive to constructive criticism. I know that's something I really struggled with as a kid and a teenager and a young adult and even as a grown adult sometimes. It's tough to hear feedback sometimes um, and it's it can be difficult to hear constructive criticism. But if you're used to it and you're used to hearing it from someone who cares about you and who is positively invested in helping you, If you're used to it, it comes a lot easier. Um, Embarrassing sidebar, my family used to call me Tenderheart because they felt like I was so sensitive and couldn't handle anything. So maybe I needed to start start pageants a whole lot earlier. When we can open ourselves up to hear feedback and to learn and to grow, uh, the opportunities are endless and we really push our potential at that point. If you are looking to get yourself or your daughter involved in pageants, Typically, the ones that I coach for and recommend start at age four. I mentioned them briefly, but Nam National American Miss, and POA, Princess of America, are two awesome ones to take a look at. I'm not paid to endorse them at all. I just think that they're fantastic. And I've had hundreds of girls go through their program and have no problem recommending it. So I wanted to touch a little bit more on the parenting side of what we see on toddlers and tiaras we often see a lot of negative examples and yes that can exist in the pageants i coach for as well and it can exist in hockey and dance and soccer a lot of negative parenting interactions happen in sports these days however i do see that there is a shift towards the positive parenting movement in sports and it's something that i definitely try to promote as a youth pageant coach and dance educator as well I see that things start to get crazy when parents or even kids develop a winning at all costs type of attitude. It's sad. It's it's when you lose the fun of the process, of the growth of the people. And to be honest, I feel like you're wasting your time. If the end game is simply to win that title, will you ever be satisfied? No. And you're going to keep on competing and competing without ever feeling satisfaction. I do know some people that are willing to win at all costs and to step on other people and to ruin relationships or to break loyalties in order to win. And I I think it's sad. And really, when you get to that point, that happiness is not fulfilled with that crown. So I do think it's a lot more important to have integrity, treat people well, and to be there for the process, the growth, um, the friendships, the memories, and the time with your family. It's a lot like the saying, people won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. People won't remember what title you had, but they will remember what kind of a competitor or what kind of of a person that you were. For me, when it comes to coaching, I, I am competitive and I do think that I am gifted at what I do, but I won't step on people in order to succeed. I do try my best to conduct myself and my business with integrity and a good, pure heart with godly intentions. I am not psychotically competitive and cutthroat um some people are or some people are looking for that in coaches and in that case i'm not the right one for you that's okay i want to work with like-minded people i want to work with people who understand the big picture of why we're really doing this not just winning their modeling title or not just winning that national pageant title another pro tip pageant girls and girls doing anything competitive be the kind of girl that other people are excited to see win. And that brings me to my sister shout outs, recognizing fantastic women in my life. Two examples of really positive pageant competitors. Um, one is Tiffany Manning, who is the new National American Miss Minnesota teen. She competed for years. She persevered. She was 4th first runner up, I believe, four times. Tiffany will have to let me know. Um, but she persevered to win that title she was the person that everybody was so happy to see succeed she has a pure heart Uh, we were all just overjoyed to see her succeed and achieve her dream I remember last year when she did not win she was first runner up I went to give her a hug and you know expected her to be a little disappointed because that's normal and I get it Um, but she wasn't and she was more concerned with going to find the winner our friend Meredith and congratulating her so those are the kind of girls we want to be. Those are the girls that we can all be happy for. And another sister shout out to the Nam Wisconsin teen just crowned, Addie Koenig. So she had won a Nam title when she was younger, and then she came back to try to persevere and accomplish that goal again. Now that can be hard as a pageant girl when you win young and then you come back. It's like you have these expectations for yourself or you feel like other people have expectations for you. Um, so it's not always easy to get to that level again. So she competed year after year and persevered to get that goal accomplished to become that NAM title holder again. And she did it this year. And we really talked about how this year was different because she focused on herself and showcased how she's meant for this title and does not have to fit a certain mold to be Miss Wisconsin teen she's good enough just as she is and so are you all it's not about fitting a perfect mold it's not about being just like the queen who won last year or being just like the current national queen it's about being the best version of yourself that's confidence confidence sells confidence compensates and that's always going to be a huge deciding factor for those judges and we'll close this episode with a couple quotable quotes One of my favorites, it goes, a flower does not think of competing to the flower next to it. It just blooms. Such an important reminder for all of us that we'll all bloom in our own time and there really is room enough for everybody. Another good one, life is about perspective and how you look at something. Ultimately, you have to zoom out. I love that because it's that whole what's your end game thing? What's the big picture meaning of doing all of this stuff? and it helps us to realize what actually matters. I have to confess, I did end up buying TLC Go simply because they had a Toddlers in Tiaras Where Are They Now series. I watched it, it was all right. But um, hey, it's a fun show, but is it reality? And is it what I do and what a lot of you do? No, not really. Thank you all so much for listening and thank you for sharing and subscribing. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I can't wait to see how this day gets better.